Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. We all know it's the Christmas season. I don't know about you, but I got yelled at three different times in public this week, so... Huh? That's great, isn't it? That's just great. Gee. Wow. Of course, you know, one of them had to be at McDonald's, but geez. What is wrong with people this time of year? I'm telling you. Man, it's just like, we need this. I thought we're supposed to enjoy this, so... Anyways, it, it, it seems a little different this year. I don't know if you feel that way. Uh, I know it's because the weather's a little bit, I mean, it's not great, but it, it's not like it has been over years. And so it just seems like all of a sudden it's crept up on us. And uh, just want to remind you again, we're excited about next Sunday, we're going to combine the morning and the Christmas Eve service because Christmas Eve being next Sunday and we're going to be at a special time at 5 o'clock, so we're really looking forward to that. And uh, also, we've got some things we want to share with you at the end of the service today, so let's pray. Father, we are, we are so grateful, Lord, why you came, why you were born. And Lord, people all across the world, at least two-thirds of the world, celebrate your birth, but then it, it just seems to stop. Lord, help us to realize today the purpose, your coming kingdom, and Lord, the hope that we have in this crazy world that we live in today, that you give us that hope. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to turn to Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9, we're going to look at verses 6 and 7 today. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. How We're going to look at the coming kingdom of Christmas and you. Let me read these verses. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government, and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from the time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. You know, in a couple chapters before this, we see how the Lord talks and gives us the hope of a virgin <clears throat> that the Messiah would come through a virgin. And, and then it builds on this chapter. And that being said, as, as, we, as we look at that and we see the hope that we have in this, so many people as I prayed with, you look to, that when Christmas is over and you run into somebody, what do they usually say? Hey, hey, uh, how was your Christmas? You know, and it's like a, there's a finality to it. It's over. It's it. And what we have the hope 
of what we know what we're living in as believers, that, that there is something happening. What, why we celebrate Christmas, there is a coming kingdom. There's never been a time in our history that we have seen such a lack of peace. And as we read those verses just this morning, that child, that person, the son of God will be born to bring peace into this world. He is the prince of peace. He talks about all the different aspects. You know, sometimes when you read a passage of scripture, you, you don't have to uh, look all through it. You can just flow down with it. And one of the things that God tells us in those verses is that <clears throat> the government and peace, there will be no end to it. As you and I look in the world, as I began with today just jokingly about, I just felt the pressure of those three different circumstances that I was involved with this week in three different places. You know, and, it, and I actually, I didn't like it, but being honest with you, it pulled me into it. Do you ever get pulled into something? You wonder, you know, that's not like, you know, so I'm, I'm in the line of McDonald's and... And I'm in this line, just trying to, I'm, I'm confessing to you today is what I'm doing. So just to <laughs> let you know that. But so, I, I, so it's later at night, which I'm out. A lot of times I go over my message or driving around. So I pull through. And, you know, a lot of times if you do this like I do, in the, a lot of times the back window, there's, it can be open. There's nobody there, okay? So you just go up the next window. So I went up to the next window. And, uh, and the lady opens the window out, and she's screaming at me through the window, you didn't stop at the other window, you know, and I, so, and I yelled back at her, there was nobody at the back window, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, what is wrong with me? What's wrong with me? I, I, she pulled me right into her craziness of her life that night, right? But I'm thinking, this is our world, isn't it? This is just a little microcosm of, you all can give me examples. We all can. All of you, maybe you're dreading where you're heading this weekend to whose house of what close family or friend that you're in-law or this that you're going to. There's stress, right? There's tension. God's telling us in his word, there's someone that's going, do you, do you realize in heaven, it is amazing what is going to take place. We don't look enough to the future. We get caught up on everything that's taking place. You know, the Old Testament people, why, why that is written, Isaiah is known as what? A prophet. He's prophesying about the coming kingdom and what would take place. And he's sharing with those of the day who to look for in this Messiah, Messiah would be born of a virgin, which we see in the Gospels, which we will celebrate even more so even, even next uh, Sunday evening. But as we look to God's word and we see this, there is such a void in our world Everybody is hoping for something to happen now. What all of us need to realize in our own 
if you can say it in this way, in your own belief system, is to know that you have hope. We have hope. That's a, an amazing when we can look and know that humbly we can say that we are not part of a religion. We can actually say we are, have a relationship with God, our Heavenly Father, through His Son, Jesus Christ, who was born of a virgin, who was born, and there was a purpose. There was a purpose to it, and it's understanding of a coming kingdom. That passage there, and also in, in chapter 7 before that, as they go together, is pointing to the New Testament. As it points to the New Testament, all the Jewish people of the day were able to look to knowing that they had hope that a coming Messiah, a leader would come someday to guide them into the future for eternity. That's the saying that we, that we have, that we have hope today. I want you to know as you celebrate Christmas and maybe it's been a, a rough year or whatever you have been through or whatever you're going through, as we know Jesus Christ is our Savior, we have hope because one was born, the Son of God, born of a virgin, and we celebrate his coming. Not just his birth. There's a purpose. Again, two-thirds of the world will all celebrate Christmas, and then it stops. I mean, it just seems like a day later, and we're looking to uh, the New Year's resolutions and celebrations. Look at another passage as we go to the New Testament. In Matthew chapter 4, Jesus is sharing, if I can say it in that way, his ministry. He's conversing back and forth with the devil. I want you to notice something in Matthew chapter 4 in verses 8 through 10. Three times we know the devil talked to him about tempting him, about getting him to follow him in this world. And, and the third time, this is what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 4, verses 8 through 10. And again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. You know what I, 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 that we can be encouraged with today as we, as we have hope, as we look into a coming kingdom that we know it's, we're not always going to be fighting life. One of the ways is God tells us don't follow or try and get caught up in all the things of this world. Are you and I willing to look to a coming kingdom? Again, many of you faced a lot of adversity you thought you didn't have to face this year, but you did. What would you do if you didn't have 
hope of knowing that, that there's a coming kingdom someday and that you're going to see your loved ones again and that you're not going to have to fight all these battles anymore. One of the amazing things about this passage that I just read, and again, Jesus conversed with the devil back and forth three times on a high mountain. You know, it only took the Lord just a few, just a few verses and the devil had to flee. I want you to grasp that. I want you to know, you know, it doesn't take much of the verses that you know for the devil to flee away from you when he tries to discourage you or tempt you or bring you down in this life. Just a few verses and the devil had to leave. It's the same in your life and mine. I know as we look and it's, a, it's a, again, a difficult time for so many this time of year. Maybe it's divorce, maybe it's death, maybe it's health. I don't know whatever it is, but I want you to look forward the same as those look forward to in the Old Testament. The same as those that lived in Jesus' day look forward to him taking over the kingdom. But yet, it didn't happen the way that, wait a minute, Lord, I, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to get rid of all the Roman power and all Herod and everybody else. I thought you were going to, man, we've, we're going to follow you and it's all going to be good. The Lord doesn't do everything in our life exactly the way that we think that he should. It just doesn't happen that way. But I want you to know as you look back on this life, as you look back on eternity, you will never regret the way the Lord worked it out. Don't try and figure it out because if you do, you'll get confused. I want you to know that the Lord has a plan and I want you to know we're getting closer and closer to his coming kingdom. The world is yearning. I mean, all you have to do is watch the news for five minutes. Five minutes every night and you can see the whole world crying out for some type of leader to bring this all together and we know what that will be we know that will be the coming antichrist but I want you to know today I want you to know today that I can't do it for you and you can't do it for yes you were willing to show up here today and I, I say that every week if you're willing to make an effort to be here, the Lord will bless you for starting your week out, the first day of the week, by worshiping him. If you're willing to say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take whatever I'm facing right now in my life, and I'm not going to look at those conditions and those situations right now, I'm going to look out further. I'm going to look the same as the Old Testament Jewish people did the same as they were looking for a coming Messiah who would be born of a virgin. We see that. We talked about that last week and the hope that we have. You and I have something that so many of the world does not have. Someone, sometime in our life, gave us this.
They were willing to share the truth and the reality of what Christmas was about. I don't know if you did that with your kids, but we did it with our kids growing up. We would sit around on Christmas Eve and we would read the Christmas story and the purpose of why Jesus came. And we would pray. I want you to know today as we look to God's word that there, <clears throat> this is all coming together. This is not just another Christmas, another time, you know, and it's all feel good. Not, we are at a place at a time in history that things are coming together. And we're getting close to Jesus coming back. You know, isn't it amazing the, the hope that all of us have that are here today? You and I, if we live just a few more years, we might not ever have to see death. We've experienced it through people that we love, but we might not ever have to face it ourselves. See, that's what Christmas is about. That's what Jesus Christ has done. That one came into this world sinless, who was born, who lived a perfect life, who put himself on the cross of Calvary, who died and rose again so we could have hope forever. What did the devil do? He said, Jesus, I will give you all the kingdoms of this world. And Jesus looked further into the future. What are the kingdoms of this world? Man, they're gone in no time. Even those that back in Solomon's day that was the richest person practically who ever lived, it's all over. What you and I look to today is a hope. It's not just baby Jesus. It's not just there in the manger. It's not, you know, always, always bothers me when you hear these things and it's over and then you hear, oh, yeah, you know, you know the man upstairs and all that. So I don't like that. It's not who Jesus is. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords, and there is a purpose in what he's about to do. Let's close with this. Let's close with his coming kingdom and see someday what's going to happen, and we will be with him. In Revelation 19, Revelation 19, and I'm going to read verses 11 through 16. And I saw heaven open. You are going to be part of this. Think about that. Now I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he shall, ju he shall judge and make war. His eyes were like a flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that only no one knew except himself. His clothes, clothing were, and his robe were dipped in blood. And his name to be called the word of God. There's a twofold meaning in verse 13. His clothing is dipped in blood. What theologians believe it's showing through the cross of Calvary dipped in blood. And through the wars that he has faced and the war which he's about to face, which we come back with him, all the wars and the war that he's going to face once and for all, the blood that will be on his garment. And the armies in heaven 
clothed in fine linen. That's you and me and the angels. White and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it he should strike the nations and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and the wrath of Almighty God. And he is on his robe and on his thigh name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I mean, that's, that's Christmas. Christmas is not just about feeling good and exchanging gifts here in life, and that's all good and fine, and we all do that. But it's about looking to a coming kingdom from the Old Testament, from the Gospels, to the book of Revelation. There is a purpose. And one day after the rapture takes place and God is coming back with us and we will be coming with him in the clouds of glory for one great final battle that we will be a part of that, once and for all, it will be over ever, 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 and there will be in heaven that I share at every memorial service I've ever done, there's no more pain, there's no more sorrow, there's no more crying, and there's no more death. For the former things, that means they're in the past, they're gone, they're gone away with. Let's pray. Their heads are bowed today. Yeah, Christmas is great. And we love to give gifts and we love to get together. But I want you to know there is a coming king. Yes, he came first as a, as a little baby born of a virgin. And what he has done for us, he lived a perfect life. And what all of us have, because he put himself on a cross and he died for all of our sins, we have hope. We have hope today. I mean, our pastors have had quite a few memorial services this year. And I'm so thankful that through Jesus, man, we have hope. And that Jesus didn't decide many, many years ago that he would just follow all the ways that the devil had in this world and take the kingdoms of this world instead of the kingdom of eternity, of heaven forever. I want you to know today, right now, where you are, whether you're watching, whether you're here, and you have faced adversity in your life, and you have some understanding, and you also have some misunderstanding, confusion. I want you to know one day there will be such clarity in your spirit, your heart, your mind, and you will rejoice forever and ever and ever. That's the Jesus that we serve. As we do every week, if you're watching those, uh, whether it's on our app or whether it's live or whatever it may be, I want you to know 
in this time of year when you might hurt more than any other time, you can have that hope about the coming king and the coming kingdom that Jesus comes to rule the reign forever. And he won that battle on the cross of Calvary. And all you have to do is God's word says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You say, Dallas, what, what do we do then? You just believe and you trust, pray. You first believe and then you put your trust Savior's hands and the way that you do that is just pray pray this prayer with me Jesus I believe without a doubt that you are God's son you were born to this world a virgin you died on the cross of Calvary for me you lived a perfect life you shed your blood for me and, and right now Jesus I ask you come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and from this day forward help me to live by your resurrection power in Jesus name Lord we always are grateful only heaven will know that those have accepted you at this time but Lord we also ask as we are led and Ben leads us in an invitation time. We invite someone here. It's now or after the service, Lord, as we give this invitation. If someone doesn't know you is their Savior, may they accept you today. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his Son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross and you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you.
contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.